Iowa everywhere. Jordan Bohannon, Jared Stansberry. It's Jared and J-Bo on Iowa Everywhere. This is Iowa Everywhere. Yo, J-Bo and Jared. Man, we got to shorten this intro. Wow, that was a lot longer than I thought. I was going to say, I gotta, we got to talk to somebody about shortening this intro. We'll get that figured out here sometime. Come on, Chris. The fuck yeah. you doing, Chris? Oh, coming right at him, right out of the gates. <laughs> it's J-Bone, Jared, Iowa everywhere. What's up, everybody? Happy Wednesday. What's going on, man? How's your week going? Good, man. You know, just celebrating that big, long Iowa football dub. I fell asleep a couple times, but we pulled it off. What was it that Chris said to you on uh, on Saturday night? This poor, yeah. stiff, poor stiff one and... And what was it? I can't He's, even. Oh my gosh. He's like, poor stiff one and let's get weird. I'm like, bro, that is, like, I don't think you can say that. It's, it's just, just a weird thing to say. I think it, Chris it was on one a little bit Saturday night. I respect it. Yeah, I was reading through his tweets and like he replied to someone and he's like, I won't, I'm not, someone asked like how many, you're like how drunk you are. And he's like, yeah. Oh, I'm not. I'm just. I'm just enjoying the evening. And I'm like, dude, you're you're a couple deep right now. Oh yeah, he was. He was for sure. He's been he's been sipping on that Cody Road. You know, Ooh. when he's got that, they keep him stocked up so he can drink That's all true. night. I think. Uh, <laughs> I think everybody is feeling pretty good for Iowa State undefeated for the first time through non-conference since 2011. Man, so mm-hmm. everybody's feeling good. But what? What do you think of the the Iowa game? Would you have been sitting out there in that rainstorm all night uh, to watch them play football at twelve thirty at night? I, I found humor in just falling on social media. I mean, to answer your question first, no, I would have left the very first lightning delay. But I found great humor in the following, like the updates of the game. Everyone's like, "Oh, it's canceled." The players are shaking hands. They're walking off, and I'm like you guys have no idea what is going on actually in the game. No. Are we just like flying by the seat of our ass? Like, Oh, I saw this thing. So the game's canceled. Dude. I, uh, I've sat through two of those two different times where, um, obviously had their season opener canceled. It was supposed to start at like six 30 and they didn't cancel the game that literally after Iowa state scored a touchdown, I think on their second offensive play. And then they paused it right then. So it's like six 45. And we sat in there until probably 1230 before they finally canceled the game. And then obviously there was a three hour delay during the Seahawks game in 2019 as well. And that is the worst, dude. I can tell you right now, I have never been through anything in my career worse than sitting through rain delays inside of a press box for like seven hours. It's horrible. I can't even think about it. Like I was following uh, David Eichel's tweet um, updating the game and or on actually it was on Snapchat. And he's like... I came in because he kept taking photos of like him in the press box. I'm like, bro, it's two o'clock in the morning. I actually feel, and they have to write the, I mean, you guys write the articles going on after the game too. I think there's a couple of Iowa reporters doing some live podcasts after the game. Like mm-hmm. you guys are insane. You got to have like a different kind of de- dedication to, especially a Saturday night. Yeah. It's crazy. Dude, just think like, Man, it was rough when I was in college when it's like you have to hustle and cover high school football too. So it's Friday night, you're covering high school football. You know, Saturday all day, you're covering 
college football. Everybody else is out going to the bars Friday night, getting all drunk at tailgating on Saturday, and I'm working. It was not fun, dude. But grind it is what you had to do it. You had exactly you got to grind like that. It makes it makes it worth it then uh in the end when you don't have to cover all that high school football and all that kind of stuff but uh i thought it was funny to see the some of the things the students were doing in the crowd at that point uh the video made the rounds on twitter of them eating popcorn the huge bag of popcorn that you know someone at the concession stand was walking out and they're like yo we're just gonna throw this shit away do you want it and <laughs> then they're out there eating it this huge bag of popcorn in the student section at 2 30 or 12 30 the problem that I would have had, I think, if I was one of those students, you know there wasn't a single one of them that was sober when they got to that football camp. How do you think they felt by the time it was 1230 at night and no one had been – and it's like everybody's been outside. Do you think everybody's outside continuing to drink and then you go back to the game? I saw they discontinued the sell the selling alcohol after the first lightning delay, if I'm not mistaken. And that was – that wasn't – they usually end at the end of the third quarter, I believe. Yeah. And – I can't remember exactly. It was what was the time on the first lightning delay? I don't even remember. I mean, it was like it was, it was like seven or something. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, not well before late. the yeah, and it was well before the end of the third quarter. And I'm like, why would you? Okay, I'm I'm thinking this from a business perspective, right, Jared? Like mm-hmm. universities, right? They they say they're nonprofits, whatever. We all know the bullshit yeah. behind that, but yeah. they're making all millions of dollars every game off you know concession food, beer sales sales now in Iowa all these tickets like why would you not capitalize on this moment because a lot of fans left why would you just not keep serving everyone up and up and up and up until the end of the game or until the end of the third quarter again well i imagine the element of time would be a concern especially if everyone can just continue to drink and not have to go and watch football everyone would have been really drunk you would have made a lot of money but basically at that point you're running like a a bar you're just running a bar inside of kinnick stadium why not run that shit up run the tab up get someone going gary barter should have been like deep in the trenches behind you know there would have been a bartender that's like hell yeah i'll stay around absolutely think about the tips they could have gotten right like, especially once all of them got pretty drunk man right they, you're, i mean you're I, right missed opportunity huge missed opportunity i don't know i just, I just think they could have went about it and more they, fans would have stayed if they'd been, been a out. smart entrepreneur, they would have been outside the stadium selling beer outside the stadium, like right outside the stadium during the lightning. While yeah, the lightning, during the lightning, yeah. If you're under the metal bending, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're holding the beer cans up, the aluminum cans. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. Man. I just think yeah. they should have. That's my opinion, I, though. I don't think I could have done it, dude. There's no way I'm sitting out there in the rain like that all night to. Well, it's- I was surprised. Bad football game, especially like, oh, oh man. One like, thing, it's such if, a yeah. bad team. If oh. it was like Iowa, Iowa State, one hundred percent. Like, no matter what, right. you gotta do what you can to keep those fans. But I mean, Nevada. Like, let's be honest. I, I, I had trouble staying awake to like one. I would have rather if I was them. I would have rather just gone home, man. I would have been like, we're already down. Like everybody knows how this how this is gonna go. You know, we don't need to play this last whatever. 27 minutes for them to prove that they're better than us. We get it. We can go. I home. heard, I heard they actually like, we're looking to find hotel rooms and they're going to stay. And I don't know the exact, like how is it going to happen, but like, they're trying to find a hotel room, like for the team. And they're going to play the rest of the game on Sunday. I don't know if you heard that or not. Well, I mean, I, I saw like, that that was a discussion. That's like impossible though. That would have been a logistical nightmare. Like, let's be yeah. honest. How is that even like an option? Like whoever brought that option up deserves to be fired. 
Well, especially, I mean, especially then because you still have to play a game in six days, you know, right. like you just like shorten it, your recovery time and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it's it already kind of shortened, but yeah. Yeah. No, that was no, idiotic that, was, that I heard that. That was something else. Uh, elsewhere on Saturday, the Appalach- Appalachian State, what a crazy day that had to have been in Boone, North Carolina. Like if I could have been anywhere in America on Saturday, I think I would have chosen to be in Boone, North Carolina with college game day in the morning. And then they turn around and have a crazy game with Troy and on a game winner. Uh, what did, I mean, I don't know. The what do you think I, the turn up was like in Boone, North Carolina Saturday night? I watched a little bit of game day. I don't know if you watched any of it, but yeah. they had Luke Holmes on. I mean, dude, it just looked, that looks like a fun ass, like mountain. Like that's like the yes. typical like mountain town. Like you hear folk tales about, like, I want to go visit and like experience the night of that just it was it looked amazing to be at yeah i think that uh that's like a gem of college football you know one of those schools that you would never think that would be really cool to go and watch a game at but i bet it's awesome i bet it's impossible to get there though like really hard to navigate your way to the middle of nowhere in the mountains yeah no i i I think appalachian state i mean i feel like every time i watch appalachian state on on tv they're doing something unbelievable last time i watched them I didn't see any of their current games, but I mean, I don't know how long the Michigan game was. I feel like it was a long time ago, but I feel like they have those games every single year. I feel like they have those games every single year, though. I mean, even the week before that, they went on the road and beat Texas A&M. And then the week before that, they played to like, what what was the final score? Like 63 to 60 or something against North Carolina. They put up like 46 points in the fourth quarter or something insane. Yeah. Yeah, I got to I guess I got to go to an Appalachian State game at some point. All right, we just lost Jordan for <laughs> what, 5 minutes? I, so I you know, I was just we were just talking. I I think someone like threw a EMP like um <laughs> on my fucking house. My whole house just went black. <laughs> You're the only one on I bet everybody in the neighborhood's house probably just went black. Not I, not I don't know. A, a squirrel probably just got roasted or something on one of the electrical lines. I have no idea. There's a bunch. There's a bunch of noise going up. There might be a actual Modern Warfare two match happening upstairs. I'm not really sure. Or that's my dog. I don't know. Okay, uh, let's go. All right. We talked about Appalachian State. Now we'll go to. Uh, did you see the video Herm Edwards after their loss to Michigan State Saturday night, walking off the field, talking to the president and athletic director for uh, from Arizona State, and it it appears as though I don't know if he got to. Def- fired directly on the field but at least probably learned that his fate would not be good on sunday uh what did you think of that yeah that was kind of bizarre i don't think too many times you see the president and the ad, AD. on the yeah. field yeah i don't yeah. know they definitely were talking about something regarding the game so i don't i if they did that's not the time and place in my opinion i mean yeah i I don't know. I feel like Herm's had a lot of problems. You know, it's like maybe you just want to get out ahead of it before he goes in to speak to the media or something like that. You know, we'll do it back. Uh, but in I mean, while. I don't know. Yeah, it would still be weird. Like, obviously, it would be a weird story. But if, by the bar of what's weird in college athletics, it'd probably be pretty low. I think that's true. I mean, they're going to give him a bag to leave and coaching, not coach at their school. At the, I mean, I'm... they should have been like, hey, just so you know, your office is already cleaned out. Uh, you just got to pick up the box at the front desk and turn in your key and we'll never see you again. 
I want to know like the exact exchange because that's like, exactly what I feel like happened. Because he like shook the I don't know if that was the president or AD's hand to start with, and then mm-hmm. he, I don't one of them was pointing or something. I don't know what exact was happening. It was just a very bizarre scene and something I feel like should have been happening in the tunnel or locker room. If you were a college football coach and you got were about to be fired, where would you like? How would you want to be fired? Ooh, how would I want to be fired? Definitely not on the field. I think if I was going to be fired, I would want to know that I failed so epically that they did just fire me on the field. Like, it's like, <laughs> hey, man, you, you can't do it. We all know. you. Like, at that point, I would know. You know, it's like, yeah, I can't do it. I don't know. I get it. I feel like knowing me, I would have to go out on my own terms first before. But again, they're being smart because if you get fired, you get more money. Or you get more, you get paid to not coach, basically. Right. So well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, all right, well, as long as hey, what's my buyout again? Pay that, we're good. I'm hopping on a flight to, I don't know, Jamaica. I'm going to Jamaica if I get fired. Jamaica of all places, you choose Jamaica. I don't know. I just threw something out there. What's your top three places you would love to visit? My three top three places I'd love to visit. Oh man. Uh. I've never been to Boston. I would like to go to Boston. That's not really like that does not factor into Jamaica at all. But uh just like the polar London, I would like to go to London. Um and I would like to go to Australia, dude. I think it'd be badass Ooh. to go to Australia. You wanna you wanna deal with all those bugs and snakes and insects? In Australia? Well, I mean, yeah, yeah if I'm well, I'm not going like I'm not going to like the outback. I want to go to Sydney or something like that. You don't that, think they you know? have those same it's the same it's in the middle of the ocean. It's the same. They're ocean locked. We're, I mean, we're kind of in the middle of the ocean too. True. <laughs> I mean, we're technically in two oceans. We're technically all in one ocean, if you think about it. I mean, yeah, if you think about it. Uh, no, I'd definitely go to Australia. I would go on like I would go on some sort of safari tour of the outback or something. Like I can't go to Australia and not see kangaroos and koalas and all that stuff. But I don't want to like go. I'm not going to go camp out there. I'm just going to go to like a city and hang out in Sydney. You know what maybe, I would love? I would maybe learn how to surf. Yeah, I I've been trying to surf on the on the lake. Did a little wake surfing the last couple of years. It's been fun. But you know what I would love to try to do? If time travel was real, I would love to go back when Pangea was a thing yeah Dude, no you wouldn't you no you wouldn't what do you mean I well obviously i would have like the tech like the technology that the technology to stay safe and i'll yeah. go yeah like i have a fucking bazooka in a tank rolling around but think about how cool that would be i mean yeah it would be cool it would certainly be something i don't know if that would be the first place i'd want to go if i had a time machine like all the way back to the beginning of time hell That's, yeah you wouldn't you want to see how we were like formed? Well, i mean maybe i would want to go and see but i don't know that i would want to spend much time there i don't feel like it would be a very welcoming place to humans yeah but you're like a different species almost at this point like because you have all this technology with you you're almost like you're not even it's almost like fallout but like without the nuclear bombs like the opposite of the nuclear bombs and stuff yeah like right yeah yeah no well, i don't even... Or it would be cool. Even, Don't get me wrong. It'd be cool. It or just even go like all the way back. Like once, like how, like where would you go if you? Okay, so now we're going to the Big Bang. Like where would you even go if you tried? No, to, way before the. That's Big like Bang. the creation. No, 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 no. Way before the Big Bang. Like Earth. Like how, or how did Earth become Earth? I feel like this would be advanced, like really advanced time travel. 
this would have to this is not just basic level time travel like this the single moment the like the planet like was created yeah yeah i feel like it would be badass if all right if i had got my hands on time travel this is how i would use it not to go back to the beginning of the creation of why our entire existence i would go back and create i would create a sports tourism company oh where people go back in time and they go to famous sports events that is the lamest shit ever no it's not that's a money maker right there that's money that's printing money i just want to see things i don't even care about the business side of it you're thinking as a entrepreneur over here i mean obviously i want to go to the games too so like it's not not just there for making money. It's, All right, also so would you pleasure involved? Would you want to go back to like when the Greeks and Romans were assassinating and murdering people in the Colosseums? Is that? I what would go to the first Olympics. I would go to the first Olympics for sure. Was there murdering in the first Olympics? I'm not up to I mean, date I on. Imagine Greek. so. I think that that was like what sports were. It's just we're gonna murder someone. Everybody, come on out. What's your opinion on Greek gods and goddesses? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, man. I don't think I have an opinion. I don't think, <laughs> I don't, I don't think I've ever considered it, to be honest. Isn't it a wild concept, though? I mean, yeah, like that they created those things, or they created them. Well, I mean, they yeah, that's what they you know I what, I mean? that's what they believed. Yeah, I guess that's what they believed. I don't... Or are they just like normal people just wandering the streets, and all of a sudden they were a god because they did something? Also, Hercules was. Haven't you seen the movie? I feel like I've seen a lot of Greek movies. You have to. You've never <laughs> seen the movie Her- like the Her- the Disney movie Hercules from the nineties. Yeah, but that, that's not really like. I don't know. Don't I'm, tell me that that's not. Then I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I'm, about I'm talking that's about like, all I know. I'm talking about like gladiator shit. Like that's like uh, like the Romans. That's the Romans, not the Greeks. Okay, same concept. It was during the same time, wasn't it? I, it's been a long time since I took Western civilization class and. Mm. Uh, at Iowa Western Community College when I was a senior in high school. Uh, here, I can get you some answers. When was the Greek Empire? Before you do that, uh, I think another EMP was just thrown on my house. My like just flickered for people that are watching on YouTube currently. I know you guys saw that. Jared didn't, but it did happen. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm reading about ancient Greece. Sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, the Greek, The Greek Empire lasted... From the twelfth century to the ninth century, holy oh, shit! This was a, this was a long time ago, man. No, because this is like time going backwards, isn't it? Isn't this like this is BC? Yeah, this is like this is a long time ago. Isn't about. it like BC now to be more politically correct? How, how do you even? Isn't no, it, I don't. I don't think. That, no, I I don't think so. No, they like changed like the terminology. Well, yeah, I think they did. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know what that is. Uh, what the new time of it is i don't know i can't get answers for you here i'm trying to read wikipedia but it's a really big wikipedia entry here's another okay there's a lot for me right now here's another question for you okay how do you even like the the storytelling from long ago like how did it get from 12 bc to now is it oh we don't know we don't know any of these things dude that's what i so what do we know as a human civilization? Oh my God, civilization? I really want to get deep tonight. Okay. Uh, we just survived. Is that it? Well, I mean, I'm sure I'm sure that we do know that, you know, like it was a long time ago and can probably have a rough idea of when thing, these things happened. But they, they also didn't have like a similar way to 
measure time than did we like, or did they like we have, you know, obviously there's, there was a set point in human history where we all started to follow along the same time. And then now, you know, that made it much easier, I think, to chart when things happen in like historical events, but we didn't have that for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. This is the whole thing. fascinates we, me. How did we get on this? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> Archaeology like that, like that shit. That's crazy. I mean, it's that's the same thing. You know, you talk about Pangea, like uh, finding the dinosaurs, all that stuff. And then archaeology, they answer the same questions about Greece and no, Rome and no, all that no, no. stuff. I didn't. I didn't talk about finding the dinosaurs. I just wanted to go back to Pangea and just like maybe do even like a little flyover just to see like everything connected. I would like to see uh, what Iowa looked like before people lived here. Yeah, like that's so that's that's kind of what I'm going on, like how everything was before it was, you know, before humans came along and destroyed everything. Yeah, this, I, yeah, basically I, I, true, true. That. That's what it basically basically boils down to. Uh, all right, Iowa State yesterday announced their updated plans for Cy Town across the street from in in between Jack Trice Stadium and Hilton Coliseum. Uh, this is a long project that's going to take sometime i think phase one they're hoping to start later this fall uh some re uh some doing some work on some parking lots and things like that resurfacing all that area uh and then hopefully start working on the next phases soon what did what did you think of the plan from what you saw of it uh yesterday when it came out i think it's incredible like in my own as unbiased opinion as i can be to make i mean i i've never tailgated ams i've never really hung around ams I just, saw it. I just I saw it. I just saw it. There's something yeah. weird going on. Um, Are you in like paranormal activity? No, I think we're because we're talking about all this like crazy shit that there's people that are this crazy at, shit. The, the time travel people are coming questioning for you now. life over here. Um, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, I've never really experienced like AIMS as like a college life, right? Like yeah. I've only experienced it as like a basketball life. So I from everything I've seen, like it's nothing compared to Iowa city. Obviously I'm going to be biased saying that, but the fact that they're trying to do something like this and putting that amount of money towards it, I think the final approval is going to Regent soon or something, but yeah. Yeah. In uh, November, their November meeting. Yeah. So I think it's, I think it's awesome. They're trying to reamp aims and trying to do something special to create a more community, you know, environment. I think anytime you can do that to create more of a community feel like, Iowa City, I feel like it does, has done a really good job at it. It's going to pay dividends in the future. I'm interested to see how much of that is utilized by students. And I mean, obviously they have the campus town area right across the street from, from campus already where a lot of the people live too. That I'm, I feel like it, I find it hard to believe that students are going to be down there all the time partying down there, you know, yeah. like I'm sure it'll be cool and it'll be cool for the games and everything like that. Uh, especially, you know, as someone was throwing out yesterday, they're going to have that whole area that's like an amphitheater when they can have game watches and stuff like that during road games or whatever it may be. That's going to be really cool. Uh, I just, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see it come together. It's like almost hard to even imagine it at this point because it's kind of a, it's like I said, it's a long timeline to get, get all this stuff done. I think. I'm hoping, cause I, I was reading a little bit of an article that there's a bunch of be like apartments and mm -hmm. um, studio apartments and restaurants and stuff. I'm hoping they put like, it's not like franchise stuff. I hate when, I don't know when cities and towns get to more franchise, like restaurants and yeah. 
malls and like just make it really local and keep it local like kind of how iowa city is i think they're iowa city is definitely getting more franchise but the, i think the more local stuff the build, the better the community continues to build around it and have you ever been to the power and light in kansas city i have have i i don't think i have it's pretty cool i've been know. to kansas city i i don't i think i would know if i did then yeah, no, it's it's super fun, especially yeah. like I mean, you obviously would never have been able to go there during the Big Twelve basketball tournament, but like that is by far one of the most fun things that I get to do every year is go down to that tournament and and go to the Power and Light. That place is awesome. Yeah, it's supposed to be kind of like that. It's like based on that, based on Title Town that they built up in at Green Bay. So it'll be cool. Like don't like it's gonna be really cool. It just is. I'm interested to see how it all comes together. You know, it's gonna make that whole area look a lot different in between Hilton and. Jack Trice. Mm. I I will say this: the the conference tournaments. Now you brought it up. The Big Twelve. I've never obviously used, like we've been talking. I never experienced a Big Twelve tournament in Kansas City. But the one that's really underrated is uh, St. Louis. Oh, and, the Missouri Valley tournament. Yeah, March yes, Madness. Yeah, and I had a, I had an opportunity to go there when my brother was playing there. You and I. It, that is so underrated. It is such a cool place to host an event like that. And they did, they've done such a good job. I feel like, and it's, I mean, again, you and I had a buzzer beater, my brothers last year, and mm-hmm. there's been like crazy finishes when I was going there. So that made it better, but man, they do such a good job with that tournament. Downtown St. Louis is awesome too. Yeah. Like that whole area around there, mm-hmm. around their arena is really cool. Yeah. yeah. That's a, I went to some Cardinals games last summer, and that one was – it's really fun to go down to their ballpark village. They've got right yeah. around the, the stadium. That place is yeah. really cool. Super cool. Yeah, it's a, a lot of fun. All right. Uh, Eli Manning went undercover at Penn State walk-on tryouts uh, for a, a segment on uh, Eli's places uh, named Chad Powers. Chad Powers looked like he was about 35 years old. Uh, or older even he's looked older than what Eli is in real life uh and they had the quarterbacks coach and I don't know if that was a quarterbacks coach or like a grad assistant or what that was out there leading him in quarterback drills during that workout what's going through your mind though if you see this guy come in and start just slinging it around making like NFL throws my my I feel like another question should be like first off I feel like um I'm spacing on Coach Franklin, right? He's a yeah, coach. James Franklin, yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like obviously Coach Franklin knew he was there. Yeah, he was in on it. Yeah. yeah. But the quarterback coach, I don't think was, was he? No, no. Yeah. I don't think so, anybody else was besides James Franklin. So is it a testament to like the quarterback coach for I mean, I think he did say something like this this powers kid has something special. We should sign him or something. Yeah. But is, one is it a, like is it bad that he didn't recognize like he was a professional quarterback for being a quarterback head coach you know what i'm saying i mean maybe but i mean he didn't really look like eli you know he looked yeah. like matthew mcconaughey's character in true detective like, <laughs> i mean it, and he ran a 549 so that didn't right a 549 holy cow dude that's <laughs> that's freaking slow man but he that's what i'm saying like in eli even Eli himself doesn't look like an NFL quarterback, you know, or no. what you would expect to see from an NFL quarterback. So like, I don't know if you should expect to see Eli Manning at walk-on tryouts. What do you he, think the receivers are thinking though? You know, they had to have been like, there's something. They had to here. Have, dude. I, that's what I'm saying. These like, walk-ons trying to try out and they've got this guy slinging it in there at him. I'd be like, slinging. 
just yeah. slinging in like his right in the bread basket every throw i'm like they have to know the head coach had the the head uh quarterback coach had to know that's yeah. what i'm saying like i don't know it i thought it was awesome because i remember Kyrie irving doing something like this when he would show oh yeah the, uncle, drew. Yeah, uncle drew yeah that was that was super super i think more athletes should do this just go on disguise uh, and i saw um bryce harper i think did that uh at a um, at like a junior college or something and went and showed up and tried to do a workout with a junior college team. Like he was trying to make the team and it's like, he's just hitting tanks. I saw Greg Maddox, I think did something like that one time. Yeah. That would be a, it would be kind of fun to be a professional athlete like that and be Kyrie Irving go and just like get all dressed up and then go cook normal people, you know, just mess around. But I feel like I'm surprised. I don't wonder if this happened that there's one, that one bad person just like loses their shit. Oh, it. 100%. That's what I've always, you see the black ops runs in the, yeah. like the NBA runs in, in Los Angeles. And I've always wondered, it's like you, you know, it's a Sunday morning. I got pretty drunk last night. I just want to get a run in and just like sweat, <laughs> you know, and you go to the LA fitness and LeBron James shows up, Carmelo Anthony shows up. And all of a sudden you're out there running with like 10, like 15 year NBA vets, you know, and it's just you. And I've always wondered what that would feel like. I feel like it would be equal parts horrifying and equal parts awesome. There'd be a lot of emotions. Yeah, happening. it would be it would be a surreal moment. I think where you stand there and you're like, "Holy shit, I'm guarding the Brown champs at LA Fitness." Then he dunks on you. You throw up from your hangover. Oh yeah, that's the worst part is that you would know then that you're going to get your ass kicked. Like there's no you have no hope here. Well, yeah, you know? I mean. This- I, I would hope most people that are like that. They no, you up. know, there's the guy that shows up and he's like, "Oh, I'm cooking him. I'm cooking." No, that's him. what I'm saying. There's a, there's always that one guy. I remember this reminds me of a story real quick. My my brother Matt, he didn't play basketball after college. I, I wish he would have because he was a phenomenal player. But he went to North Liberty and played a couple games in the rec center, and he was just doing it just to like stay in shape, have some fun, enjoy the game, and. He said there's this dude like picking him up full core, like face guarding him. And I at some, yeah. Yeah. And at, at one point he was like trying to fight him and stuff. And I think he only played one game. And after that, Matt was like, I'm done. I'm never doing this again. I was like, what is wrong with people? Like, can't you just like one? I don't know if you're jealous of what like what he did in college or if he had like history or beef with him, but like, why can't people just be fucking normal? What man, I, I I just realized that you've never experienced old man runs, man. Like I that, it, dude, it is a different breed of basketball. I mean, I'm just going to tell you right now, you know, you're not obviously there yet, but when you get there, you're going to learn these motherfuckers take it serious. <laughs> they take it serious. All right. Like I'm not playing with you right now. I've played in some rec leagues and things like that and some town leagues and it's good competition. Don't get me wrong. Like there's some good ball players out there and there's guys and it's always a lot of fun. For the most part, there's just those couple bad apples. But I have been in some, some scenarios, man, where people have wanted to fight me or wanted to fight my friends or wanted to fight. There's this one time we were playing against these two guys from Ames, their brothers. And uh, I mean, we killed them, like destroyed their team. And they came up and I was going to go up and dunk one right at the end of the game. And the guy, came, I mean, I probably shouldn't have, but the guy came in and fouled me really hard for no reason. And I was like, all right, man, we get it. If that's what you wanted to do. And then he told me he wanted to meet me in the parking lot. And I was like, I don't know why you want to meet me in the parking lot, bro. I was like, I haven't done anything. I was like, I I was just going to put the ball in and you're 
the one that's freaking out about it. This like that happens all the time. So that doesn't shock me at all that that was your brother's experience is all I'm saying. I, I actually do have an experience. It was not like an old man league, but we went to the Iowa City uh, or the University of Iowa Rec Center. As oh, yeah. I'm sure it happened there too. Yeah. Yeah. There was five. It was like me, Tyler Cook, Coral Pemsel, Macy Daly, and Ryan Kreener. Like, Let me ask you this. Why the fuck are you guys out there playing with your whole fucking squad? It's like you're on 2K and you guys should all be no, in the pro-am, bro. Like, I, what I are you, you doing? Not. I kid you not. Like, I'm pulling up from half and core. Like, we're we're just hitting everything. Like, Tyler messing Cook's, with people yeah yeah just yeah. slant throwing it down yeah. on people and I, we are we're like we're playing like us five like we're playing us as a team against other people yes we're like we we, we shot remember we showed up we were like we got next we got next and it was like laughing like we're joking we're serious and we started running the courts and then these two brothers show up and they're like man fuck y'all we can beat your ass let me get our group together and we'll play you guys and it was a quick 21 to zero. And I thought <laughs> Macy Daly is one of the funniest dudes I, I know. He was like literally chirping these dudes. I, I honestly thought like there was about to be a brawl because Macy, Macy kept going and going and going and going. I'm like, bro, we got to, we got to leave. Like we got to go. There's something bad about to happen. Jeez, <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I played at the rec center sometimes with, uh, well, my roommate that I, I mean, I still have him now. He's my roommate at Iowa state too, but he was like, he's, he's a pretty good player. He played at uh DMAC and then went to Omaha and was going to play there and a bunch of stuff happened. But uh, he came to Iowa state and me and him would go and play all the time. We would just pick up three random people and be like, all right, let's go run the courts. And Cam Lard, Nick Weiler-Babb and Jordan Ashton <laughs> came in one time. And uh, like they had, you know, we'd played for a long time, like three years by this point. And it was like, when we showed up, usually we were some of the better people there. So they asked us if we wanted to play with them. And then we were beating people like 15 to two. It's like over, you know, and just the game would start and then we'd score 14 in a row and then start to mess around and then let people score a couple of points, you know? So I get it. Like, but yeah, that people can't take that shit serious. They probably take it personal, you know? I I give me competitive, like you said earlier, like with the old man league, but I, I mean, I feel like it gets to the point everywhere. Like, I, don't, I guess, I, like you said, I haven't really experienced it, but there's always that one person that just. What is, is why do people always want to fight you on the basketball court? That's all I want to know. Like, you like, came in here, told a lot of stories about people wanting to fight you. Why does everybody want to fight you on the court? What are you doing? Me personally? Yeah. You talking about last week about the guys fighting, wanting to fight in the locker room. Now you want, now everybody wants to fight you at the rec center. Fighting in the locker room. What did I say last week? I don't remember. You were saying the guys were banging on your locker room door. Who were we talking about? North Dakota, maybe? I can't remember. Oh, oh, okay. Well, first of all, I'm I'm never the one to ever talk shit first. I'm always the second second guy. I'm reactive. <laughs> I'm not proactive. So, like, I'm going to talk shit back. At the rec me. center? At the rec center. It would, that, okay, that time it wasn't mostly – it was mostly Meishi. That was mostly okay. – if okay. we had Meishi on right now, he would he would be laughing his ass off because he know he was antagonizing those guys. And I was just – I was I was literally – I was almost the babysitter that, that day because I was like, guys, we got to go. Like, we got – and I'm like, I'm six foot, and everyone around me is six eight, six nine, and they're going to continue talking shit to these guys. My hands were tied, man. <laughs> Man. North Dakota, my hands were tied. Dude, I'll Portland, tell you Portland right State, now. my hands were tied. Iowa State, my hands were tied. I'll tell you right now that if uh, if I was at the rec playing against you guys and, and Ryan Creener or any of them talk shit to me, I would look at and be like, what the fuck, bro? Like, why? <laughs> why are you talking to me, dude? Like, I, I'm not the college basketball player here. <laughs> you know? 
<laughs> like, I don't know. I don't get that. That no one's talking shit to me like that. I'd be laughing at him. I, that's ridiculous. I agree. I'm, I am right there with you. Yeah. All right. This is why people get in fights at the at the old man basketball. <laughs> we finally got down to the nail. Yeah. It's because there's there, there is that one guy that's like, I'm going to be the one that's going to talk shit to people out on the court at an old man basketball. And it's like, bro, you got to like go home and take care of your kids after this, dude. And yeah, you're out dude. here calling me a bitch, bro. Like, what are you yeah. doing? You got a whole family to support, man. All right. You want to talk about this Imani Bates story uh, that came out over the weekend? Yeah, man. I feel – I don't know. This is just – it's a weird deal. It's a weird situation. For people who don't know, Imani Bates, uh, formerly the number one overall recruit in the 20 – actually, I think the 2022 class, but then he reclassified to 21, yeah. uh, played last season at Memphis, had a tough year at Memphis. Uh, on Sunday, he was arrested about two miles from – or transferred to Eastern Michigan, uh, to, and he'll start playing there this year. He was arrested on Sunday at about two miles from campus in Superior Township, Michigan, after sheriff deputies discovered a firearm in a vehicle he was driving. Uh since then, his lawyers come out and said that he'd borrowed the car and then there was a gun inside. Uh, not a very good way to make your first introduction to the Mac, I guess, since going to uh, back to Michigan. What did you think of this? The thing I'm concerned about, like maybe I'm reading too deep into this and my philosophical nature of me being me is going to come out here, but I'm reading in, into the article and it's talking about transfer obviously there's issues in memphis and him everything that he was dealing with personally and whatever last year but transferring eastern michigan he's talking about how he wanted to be around his his guys that he grew up with and playing with and being around he, how much he enjoyed being around and then this happens i don't i don't it doesn't look good i mean you you surround yourself with people yeah there's five people you surround yourself with you're going to turn into those people right I feel like at some maybe I'm deep, digging too deep, but I feel like it's almost that situation where he's going back. Obviously, these guys are Division One players, but maybe he's even talking about his friends that he knows back back home and they went to that school. I don't know. I just feel like he's surrounding himself around some negative activity. Obviously, you have to to be in this situation in the first place. Wasn't but. there what, some weird stuff with his high school? Did yes. his dad like start a school or something like a yes. start a prep school? Yeah, he started like a the own basketball program through the prep school. I don't know how that that works. Yeah, I don't know, how you I don't know man. There's a lot. There's been a lot of weird deals with that guy. Like I feel like it's really too bad, man. He's yeah. like very talented and very raw player. I mean, he's only 18 years old. He had so much potential, and they played against he, Iowa State last year, and I was like, this kid ain't gonna no ain't gonna last very long playing the way that he was playing. I mean, he just you could see that he really wanted to be a point guard and he's probably not a point guard, you know, I think it's yeah. just, which is like that you live and learn. It is what it is, but I feel like getting out of Memphis was probably the right move, but this is probably not the right way to start after, uh, after getting out of Memphis, I would say. Yeah, I'm interested I, to see how good he is as a player on the court though, during the playing against those teams. I mean, hopefully he gets on the court at this point. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm praying and hoping I'm rooting for the kid. I, I hate to see athletes suffer and do and get caught up. I mean, he is still, he's 18 years old. He's still really young. Um, yeah, it's, it's just a terrible situation. I hope whatever he's surrounding himself with, he finds you know, optimism and, and happiness and whatever that environment is. 
hopefully somewhere that he can be successful something yeah. get fewer distractions and just go be able to play ball because like you said he is a really talented player obviously like we we were able to see that from what he was able to do in high school and just yeah. figure out a way to make a carryover all right we're not gonna we'll skip a, we'll come back to dumbass of the week because that would be a tough transition uh <laughs> after that story uh We'll do this new uh, new segment, in or out. I've got three stories for you here. You're going to tell me if you're in or out, in or out on uh, on the subject of the stories. All right, Des Moines Restaurant. The headline, Des Moines Restaurant welcomes new team member Rosie the Robot. Uh, this is from WHO 13. A restaurant in the East Village has expanded their team with a new worker, Rosie the Robot. Barrel House opened their Court Ave location in August, and about two weeks ago, they welcomed Rosie to their team. Uh Apparently, Rosie takes customers' food to the table. Are you in or out on robot food service workers? I'm out. I am creeped out about this whole situation. I want people serving my food and handing me my food. I don't even like like buffets. Like, give me the chills. I don't know why. Like, even like before COVID. Yes, even before COVID, like just the whole concept of you're standing in the line and waiting for food and these people are looking over your food that you're about to eat and you're about to touch the spoons. I am the, the farthest away from a germaphobe, but for whatever reason, I can I don't know what, what's So wait, 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 wait. But you do want a person to carry your food to you at the table. You just don't want other people to interact with your food at the buffet. Hey, listen, it's quite the dilemma going on in my head right now. I'm trying to figure it out myself, okay? but you all you know is you're out on the robot you don't i'm out yeah you're not fucking with the robot no robot i've seen i robot i I know how this goes i yeah that's exactly what not enough people on this planet have seen i robot or any of the other numerous movies where the ai take over and ruin all of us uh i I remember back in the day when everybody was scared the robots were going to take our jobs now we're celebrating them on the news i'm just saying i'll I'll kill Uh, a robot i'll pull up on that (laughs) uh all right uh there was a massive leak over the weekend of footage from the highly anticipated game grand theft auto 6 uh which has been in development for a really long fucking long time uh and there was like i mean hours and hours of footage 90 videos from the game appeared online on september 18th are you in or out on the grand theft auto series at this point I am in. I love Grand Theft Auto. I love I Grand do. Theft Auto, dude. Yes. Oh, I, I'm role-playing with my friends on Discord like, and like all the time. I'm excited for a new Grand Theft Auto. And it's been 10 years, I think. Yeah, I, I think it has been. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. understand why they've remade the Grand Theft Auto Five so many times, but I don't know if there will ever be a game that will have a life, a life as long as that one has had. Again, like... Absurd people are still updating it they're still doing new stuff on it no i'm i'm all in on grand theft auto the new leaks actually look pretty cool too yeah so that if anything i think that that was more of a uh, promotional thing for him in the end at the end of the day i'm also Uh, in i'm also in on it being a conspiracy with them actually hyping this up by them saying someone leaked it but absolutely Actually, yeah that's what i'm yeah. saying this i feel like this is going to work out better for them in the end yeah, it's crazy. it's been 10 from... years like the people yeah. need something the people yeah, you need can't tell me the game wasn't done already like yeah and it's still every time i hear something about it they're pushing it back it, that game's not supposed to come out until like 2027 or something crazy like that i don't know like yeah. i'm gonna have like, i'm gonna be like a like a married man with kids by the time that the grand theft auto 6 comes out it's gonna be a you tough are? one 
But no, I'm just saying, like, I'm just speaking hypothetically. No like, way. This is a, like, it's been a long ass time. When we can, major when announcement. Can when can we just get the game? When can we major just get the game? That's all I want. No. Wait, hold on. <laughs> no. When can we just get the game? That's one know. That's what I want to know. Uh, all right. Kanye West has severed his ties with the Gap. Uh, one of the weirdest collaborations I think that there probably has been in 2022. Uh, I, I think that there's a lot of reasons why Kanye did it. It was a weird story. Are you in or out of Kanye at this point? That's basically where I'm going to take this. First off, the what his his quote that he has in this article is one of the most goaded quotes I think I've ever read in my life. He says, oh, "How geez. am I gonna? How am I gonna? You have you have to read it. I, I I can't remember the exact words. Is it where he says, "Don't bring a leader in and have him not lead. Why would I argue with people who are getting paid by the gap? I'm sorry, I'm not going to argue with people who are broker than me about money. Yes, I mean, how factual is that though? Yeah, it's like just like with dealing like you're gonna do finance with a guy that's doing well, right? Financially, like mm-hmm. you're not gonna you're not gonna mess with someone that has no idea what they're doing, right? X, man, that uh, are you in or out of Kanye? Then are you in or out on Kanye? Just in general, I feel it's it's like politically incorrect for me to say I'm a Kanye supporter at this point. I don't even know what I can say in today's environment. I, mean, I, I don't. A, I'm still a supporter of Kanye. I really like his music. I just I think Kanye can be a real weirdo sometimes. And just needs to. I think he's ahead of his time, in my opinion. Calm down. Yeah, I mean, it, he's proven to be in a lot of different ways. So you you're probably right. You know, like I I I 100 believe you. I. I'll never be out on Kanye's music, though. He'd probably have to do some pretty horrible stuff before I'd get to that point. All right. uh, Now we'll do Dumbass of the Week. Uh, The first story that I have here, uh, did you see the picture of the bus and the school bus in South Carolina that crashed in the front of a store? How fast? First of all, how fast was he going to? I mean, that's pretty inside the store. Yeah, it's all the way up to the front windshield of of this school bus through the front of uh, a neighborhood store in North Charleston. There were seven people injured. We hope that everybody turns out to be okay. Uh, Yeah, they said some students were injured. Hopefully they're all right. But, uh, man, this is tough, dude. I don't know how you crash through a brick building like that. That's crazy. Yeah. It's got to be. The whole seatbelt dilemma, too. I feel like we wear a seatbelt on us. I feel like there's got to be some investigation here. Uh, driving erratically would probably be a pretty easy one to uh, to point out at that point. Yeah. All right. I, this, I think, is going to be the winner for the week. Uh, the COO of Beyond Meat was arrested on Saturday uh, and charged with felony battery and making a terroristic threat after a fracas outside a football game in which he's accused of biting a man's nose, officials said. Uh, Beyond Meat, Chief Operations Officer Doug Ramsey has been accused of a road rage attack outside Saturday's game between Arkansas and Missouri State in Fayetteville. Police report says the 53-year-old, three-year-old Fayetteville man attacked another man who tried to inch in front of him in a parking garage traffic lane and made contact with a wheel on Ramsey's sport utility vehicle. A police responding to the reported disturbance arrived to find two males with bloody faces. Yeah, he punched the guy. He punched through the back windshield of the other car. The driver in the other vehicle said he emerged from his car, and Ramsey pulled him in close and started punching his body, bit the owner's nose, ripping the flesh at the tip of his nose. Who bites someone's nose in a fight? Especially a guy that is a C- COO of a company that prides himself in not 
like they're beyond me. I just find ironic. There's ir- irony in the whole. I think there's some irony in being a big Razorbacks fan too, being an Arkansas fan. Like that's yeah, kind of that, that just is kind of weird. I don't know about that. That guy is. I was I was researching this, Jared, and actually there is a third. I can't remember if it's the third or fifth. There's a third. I think the third class law action lawsuit has been filed against the company beyond me because they have been lying about the ingredients in their food and oh jeez there's, there's actually meat in the in the in the food supposedly i don't know so you're telling me the guy who bit someone's face might work for a, a shady company i mean it, everything's flowing together it makes sense yeah i would say that it's probably safe to say that they're probably doing some shady shit based on uh the fact that this guy is is doing this stuff that that is something else. Uh, all right, there's a rabies alert issued over a raccoon taken into a North Dakota bar. A woman walked into a North Dakota bar carrying a raccoon, leading health officials to warn those who had contact with the animal about possible rabies exposure. What's your reaction if somebody walks into the bar with a raccoon? I'm running the fuck away. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, I would have some serious questions. Like, what are we doing? I want to know if this like- is a is this a tamed raccoon? I, I don't care. I'm not a fan of raccoons. Seen too many of them. I've hit too many. I hit a whole family. I, I wiped out a whole bloodline of raccoons in Mount Pleasant, what? Iowa, on the way on the way home from a speaking engagement I did last summer. I'm not even joking. Uh-huh. I saw I saw mommy raccoon, daddy raccoon, son raccoon, grandson raccoon, and great grandson raccoon all run in front of me. Like I'm not at even the same joking. time. Yes, I, I, I'm not – my car – I finally sold my car, thank the Lord. But my car had like blood marks. Like it was the middle of the night. I was driving home from Unpleasant to my apartment in Iowa City. Oh my and I was God. in the middle of nowhere in the back road. And there's not – the whole bloodline. I'm surprised I didn't wipe the whole species out with my car. It was close. Well, I wish – now I, these people in North Dakota are wishing that you had so that they didn't <laughs> have to worry about exposure to – Exposure to a potential rabies outbreak. What a don't take raccoons to the bar, people, please. We don't even have a raccoon as a pet. What are we doing here? Uh people in this Iowa town won't have to pay property taxes this year. This uh, one is insane. This might be my vote right here. The folks in Zering uh failed to file their budget on time and now the none of the people that live in the town will have to pay their property taxes. Uh, are, at this point, don't you? Wouldn't you think you'd probably want those public officials to stay in office? Oh, if, like, if your if your level of incompetence is so much that it's going to save me tax money, then we might as well just roll with it. You know, hire hire those guys. You, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, y'all are in there for life. In there for, for life. life. For life. Man, I can't imagine the property taxes in Zering are. They're absurd. I bet. I I'm gonna go out on a limb and tell you they're probably not. Uh, <laughs> All right, an Iowa man has been fined for harassing <laughs> for harassing a TV weatherman over climate change. Oh my god, this is, makes it even better. An Iowa man has been fined $150 for sending a string of harassing emails to a television meteorologist concerning climate change. Oh, Danny Hancock of of Lennox began began sending emails to Chris Gloninger, the chief meteorologist for KCCI Channel 8 News in Des Moines in June. Man, what uh, what? How mad about climate change do you have to be to send someone emails about it for two months and like get really mad about it? I invite. I imagine Danny Hancock to have like he's living in an RV and he has all these like 
maps up and like mm-hmm. like the biggest like what movie is it where the whole world 2012 there's that like yeah Woody independence Harrell's... day independence or no no not no, no. I'm, uh, I'm thinking of 2012 when the movie yeah, when... yeah yeah and that that woody uh what's but he's name? saying that it doesn't exist he's saying climate change doesn't exist i know it's like the complete opposite like it's that guy but it's in you his. are a worthless but biden puppet a liar a conspiracy <laughs> theorist theorist and an idiot you give iowa a bad name go home and i go home i assume this uh the censored word is bitch back to be calling grown men bitches what are we doing man why are we doing this people do it on the basketball court the old man basketball court people are now doing it in the emails to the meteorologists if there's a controversy that's what anything anything needs to be solved is that one right there and talk about talk about holding people accountable that 150 dollar fine i'm sure really he's gonna learn his lesson i wonder what he said after he got like which one are you? Who's dumbass of the week? The guy that is emailing the meteorologist, the people that didn't get their budget filed, the person who brought a raccoon into the bar and might have given everybody rabies, the guy who bit someone's nose, or the guy who drove a school bus straight into the front of a store in South Carolina. This is a tough one. There's a lot of good options. I really like the pa- the property tax is so funny. Like, how do you just not file this? I feel like that one should almost be celebrated more than it should be i agree the the fine the 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 tv yeah that's stupid. climate change situation we got going on as that i actually think it's the beyond meat guy that is a that's something else to bite anybody in those the are, nose those are top three those are hilarious yeah. all right a couple more that i wanted to bounce off you here just a real quick these are just a couple of random things uh this comes to us from germany uh where a trail of slime led German customs officials to a bag of giant snails. German, German customs officials say a trail of slime led them to a stash of almost 100 giant African land snails and other items hidden, hidden inside bags at Dusseldorf Airport this month. Dusseldorf. Dusseldorf. In total, officials found six bags containing 93 giant snails, which is about 62, or 62 pounds of fish and smoked meat, and a suitcase full of rotting meat. All had been imported from Nigeria and were destined for an African goods store in Western Germany. Ugh. What's your what's going through your mind if you're working customs at the German airport, at Dusseldorf Airport in Germany, and you find a bag of snails? I'm more like the raw meat, too. Like, how do they just... Obviously, this can be pretty apparent that there's some shady shit going on. You can probably yeah. smell it. Yeah, probably. They said it was Ugh. the first time they'd ever been able to find customs violations from slime. I would like to see like behind the doors of customs and what they. Oh, I bet there's some weird shit back there. There's some weird shit back there. I you bet there's know. like aliens and shit back there. Did you hear about when they, uh, the guy flying? I can't remember where he flew from. Somewhere into Australia, I think, and he uh, had taken a burger from McDonald's with them, and they had oh, to confiscate yep. it in customs. Yeah. They got to take everything, man, including your giant snails. Uh, all right. An Alabama woman is suing McDonald's for millions <clears throat> after a drive through visit went wrong. Uh, a Defuniac Springs woman, I have no idea how you say That's that, a is big a fucking word, has filed a lawsuit against a Dothan McDonald's after alleging she was served, quote, chemicals in a cup and was denied medical attention attention from the uh, from the staff according to the lawsuit Sherry Head was in the drive through of the McDonald's at 
uh, which in this place in Alabama, when she ordered a coffee in December 2021 through the drive through speaker, heard one employee say her coffee was unavailable because the machine was being cleaned. Another employee immediately said, no, it's ready to go. She said, quote, I took a sip and immediately my mouth and throat went numb, then started burning. Now I have permanent scarring in my throat and may need to have construct uh, corrective surgery. McDonald's and the coffee, man, they can't get this thing figured out. First, it was too hot. Now they can't clean the machine. Now they're like, they can't clean the machine so bad that they put people in the hospital. And then they didn't even give her medical attention. Uh, they said that they, she drove back around and tried to get help and they slammed the drive through window in her face. There's something weird going on with this story and I, I can't really put my finger to it. One, if this story holds true, she's about to be a millionaire. Oh yeah. 100%. Two, the whole chemicals in the coffee situation. I, I, I always thought there was something going on with the Coca-Cola McDonald's because there's no way it can be that. It's, it's so good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so good i can't stop drinking it when i when i start drinking I, I want more and more and more then i start itching when i don't have it and i want more of it i just can't i i don't know what's going on they're putting Man, something really in love it. that love that coke from mcdonald's itching it now the chemicals in a cup uh no i do know that they actually put more carbonation into the did you know this they put more carbonation into the drinks at mcdonald's is what makes them so good that's like why the sprite is so crisp well they they also don't they 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 uh they put the syrup stuff on like it's refrigerated too. Yeah. And the straws are like a certain like dimension, like width wise. That yeah. More, McDonald's like, has this shit down to a science. They just can't clean the coffee machine. They're genius. Except for when it comes to cleaning the coffee machine. Well, or trying to fix the damn ice cream machine. Or the, yeah. Or the ice cream machine. I, I kid you not. I went there. I'm not even joking. I went there. It was in Okaboji, what, four weeks ago. And we were going to get, I was going to get a McFlurry or a McFlurry with my girlfriend and we're in the drive-thru or we go to the drive-thru window. We're like, Hey, um, can we get two McFlurries? They're like, Oh, our ice cream machine's down. See the car in front of me drive off and they got a fucking ice cream cone. Well, the McFlurry machine is always the one that has the problems, isn't it? It's not the, I think they can always do the cones. It's always the McFlurry machine for some reason is broken. I think they're lying though, dude. There ain't no way that mach- that machine's broken that much. They're lying. They just they probably clean they probably cleaned it and they know they're gonna give people chemical in a cup if they're gonna and it's like the place is about to close or something. I don't know. I Apparently, I give I cut McDonald's workers too much slack at this point, uh, based on that that previous story. Uh, all right, last thing: black market product of the week. <laughs> Penises. Niger- <laughs> Nigeria seizes. Nigeria, this is the headline. Nigeria seizes donkey penises to be smuggled to Hong Kong. This is from the Associated Press. Nigerian officials have seized thousands of donkey penises that were about to be exported to Hong Kong. An official said on Thursday, sacks of donkey male genitals were seized at the international airport in Lagos, or in Laos, sorry, uh, Nigeria's largest city. Uh, The consignment was falsely declared as cow male genitals, but after due examinations, my export officers discovered they were donkey male genitals how does he know like how do they have a customs agent that knows the difference between a horse's penis and a donkey's penis or a cow's penis and a horse and a donkey's penis i'm scared for just customs as a whole what they experience after these two stories we heard that's a lot of fucking penises 
Although the seizure of donkey genitals meant for export from Nigeria is rare, donkey skins are known to frequently exported or smuggled out of the country. In July, the Nigerian Customs seized $116,000 worth of donkey skins. I didn't know that donkey things were so uh, so valuable, I suppose. Yeah, I was reading, supposedly they're like very in, like infertile, so you can't really breed them. So there's like a big demand for donkey skin. Oh, I thought they were going to eat them. I didn't understand. So there's like a scientific reason for I don't know. There's, when, when I see stuff like this, it makes me wonder what else is out there like people are smuggling. I mean, we just found last week what happened out of this. Like, what's going on in the world? I'm, this one's telling this you, the there's end? something being stolen. Is no, this, this the, is not end? the end? Is, not is, the is end. Armageddon near? Did you just decide to be like, did you put your tinfoil hat on before <laughs> you decided to do the podcast today? Did you drink McDonald's Coke? I think that's what it was. No, yeah. I didn't. I did have Diet Coke for lunch, actually, now that I think of it, but it wasn't for McDonald's. Yeah. You had oh, a lot of energy tonight. A, you were might, all over the place. I might get a McDonald's Coke right now, now that you think of it. You should. You should. Might as well. Fuck it. We'll, we'll talk to everybody again next week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Iowa everywhere. Thank you.